Play the Play that jam The jam? Pajami jam jam? That jam This room got good energy man Thank you man Yo, 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 what up, Mega Late, Steezen Steiners, we've lasted this long, we might as well be coming to you straight from the moon, god damn, it's the Mega, it's the Buddha Reactors, uh, what's it again? The Buddha Reactors, <laughs> the Mega spine. Reactor Buddha Spine, the Mega Reactor Steezen Stein, and, uh, you know, nah, it's Ikebukuro, Tokyo, yeah. episode 24, baby, we again. have a special guest, Every guest is special. But Perfect guest list. A special, special guest. Super special. Another special guest. Another special, special guest. My Another man, one. whom I first saw at a, on a Google commercial, and then uh, I saw him at Yoyogi Park later, and sure enough, I went up to him, he was the guy. And uh, we got to talking about art, stuff like that, found out he was into music, photography. A renaissance man. Yes, A yes, modern yes. day renaissance Very man. Very ultra talented dope down to are we overselling a little bit homeboy we met at show. a tinder party oh, <laughs> oh shit for real <laughs> damn swipe yeah, right man. swipe Sending right them dms and shit hold on steve you, you ain't hitting the drops on yourself man oh <laughs> uh, shit uh, i'm gonna just oh and that's right and before we announce our special guest i just want to say that late is again on the music dropping the music and today steve is working the 404 which might be a magical experience for all of us or it might be a very bad a disaster experience. it's always it's always going to be great here at the the mega late show <laughs> but who was who's our guy the this tinder party man. guy man he came from space but now he's living on earth with us you f Oh, what up, what up, what up? For show, show, yo, show, yo, yo. Spell his yo. name correctly. Can we get the correct spelling? Y U E F O H. That's right, UFO. Yo, how'd, and that, how'd that one jam go? UFO. That's, that's my, my name. name. Change the world. That's my aim. That. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, it's been almost a, exactly a year since the first time that I met UFO uh, when we were walking to Kevin's birthday party, to mm-hmm. Kevin's birthday party, and Kevin just had his birthday party again about a couple weeks ago. So it's been almost a year since we linked up that first time, fam. Um, and I've class. seen you. I, I saw you did a show a little bit after that, working with um, Asia Eighty One Sauce, Asia Marie. You got you did a show at Sound Museum Vision, it's and then way. I've also uh, where else have I seen you? I feel like I've seen you doing something else recently, and hopefully we can get into that a little bit uh, a little bit later during the interview process. But we again, can we get an applause drop to have our guy here right now? Do we have an applause drop? Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. hey, that was a sounds about right. <laughs> Oh, there's a big applause. Hey. Oh, that's okay. right. We love you and you and you. Is that UFO is here. Pretty good. Or the volume? Sounds good to me. Really? All right. So um, before we go into the new segment of the podcast, we have to let you know about our very wonderful sponsor. Nice. That's Maxima, right? That's right. That is Maxima. And Maxima is a track that was uh, wrapped on and, and also uh, on an album of our sponsor, Mr. Cal Combs. So uh, go to calcombs.com to check out this beat as well as his 
phenomenal rapping skills. His new album, Carmel, which dropped last December. Killing it on SoundCloud. Killing Tremendous it, number of it. listens. Music videos all dope. And Cal Combs is not only a rap artist, he's also a person who was out to change the world. And he creates his own apparel. So you can go to calcombs.com and check out all types of winter gear. And I'm sure the spring collection is coming out soon. And if you enter the Mega Late Show promo code, which is Mega Late Show, no spaces, all lowercase, you can get yourself 25% off any purchase over $30. Um, go to calcombs.com, support calcombs.com. And when you do that, you support the Mega Late Show. And the Mega Late Show is really dope. Check us out more often. Tell your friends, tell your moms, they're out here and raping everybody. Too. No, we're not raping. We, we listen to Cal Combs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And now back to our normal, uh, what, scheduled show? Normally scheduled show? What is what is thing? In this part of the podcast, we're going to talk about a little bit of uh, some new shit that's happening in the world of hip hop and dope culture. Um, does anybody have any news? Oh, first, let me say, uh, rest in peace, Lovebug Starsky. Largely responsible for a lot of things that happened in hip-hop, so I just want to give a shout-out to him. Old school head. And I'm not sure what he died was of. Was that recently? Yeah, I think it was last week, man. Lovebug Starsky. Rest in peace. And also, the one of the producers that produced for... Um, I just saw this today, but I forget his name, but he produced for Onyx and was largely responsible for the Onyx sound. And early Onyx was really dope. Which, so rest in peace which era Onyx? Early Onyx, I think. Angry bald head. That Onyx. uh, all we got is us. It's fucking classic. They're stuff. great, man. I mean, a lot of people only remember them from that slam, duh, 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 but they've got a lot of bangers. No, that, they've that got a lot of bangers. I just said is a classic. That yeah, they've got amazing. a lot of bangers. So rest in peace to both of those guys. You know, Mega Late Show loves to show love to the culture. Um, also, what else do we got here? Does anybody have any news or? Have Yo, did y'all see that complex list? Best rapper of every year since 1979. No. I have not. I don't know if I want to hear that from Complex. Or this is, <laughs> Pretty interesting, who, man. Who, who can you give us like a rapper from a single year? Uh, the first so, year, nineteen seventy nine, is no, Grandmaster Cass. I mean, that's probably right, but I also don't know a lot of rappers. I who mean, were killing in I would say they got almost every year right, except like, like they gave two thousand four or something like that to Ti, which was kind of weird. And they gave yeah, 2005 to Jeezy, which I don't know I, that I agree with. Um, Nicki Minaj got 2014, which I don't agree with. And I feel like Lauren Hill should have got it the year Miseducation came out. But I think they gave it to DMX, which is understandable. What was that, 98? Yeah, that's It's Dark 97? and Hell is Hot and Na Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood came out the same year. All, all, yeah, within a 12-year period, I mean a 12-month period, all three yeah. of those albums came out. And they all went fucking multi-platinum, which is a crazy run. That's I mean, the DMX list is pretty legit, man. Yeah. And they've got, yeah. like, alternatives. So it's like, it's official. It's just those Sometimes couple things I was like... I don't know if I agree exactly. It's funny though, like the last five or six years is all Kanye, Drake, and Kendrick, pretty much. Just back to back? Like, maybe, I mean, like, boom, maybe boom, boom, one like, year was Jay Z, but <laughs> it was like Kanye, Kendrick, oh, Kanye, Drake, Drake, Kendrick, Kanye, Drake. Then Jay Z, what? and then uh, like Drake, yeah. Okay, was, I mean, well, I suppose that, that makes sense. Um, I wonder what the criteria for this is. If it's like album sales or if it's like popularity, like cultural impact. It's or definitely what is... impact and being popular. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, so I don't know much about that, really. I'm not in the club turning up. So there, at no point in my life have I ever felt that Nicki Minaj was like the artist of the of the year, of any year. Especially so, not for the, the pink print. That, that's, um, that's, a really, that's a really dope thing, man. I, I'm going to have to go out and go and check that out, actually. Sees, you have any news? Um... Uh... 
Oh, that Sky Zoo news. Uh, I think we should save that one. Okay. I just we'll, we'll save, save it until it happens. You yeah, but the new Sky Zoo album is really dope, though. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, it's really okay. good. I've got some news. So, I recently read that Best Buy is no longer going to sell CDs starting July 1st. Oh, uh, completely phasing out CDs. No more iPods, I feel kind of like that's no more in, CDs. No, yeah, I feel like that's kind crazy. of the end of an era, man. I mean, CDs have kind of been trickling out for a long time with the rise of streaming. Uh, especially over the last two years, streaming has really exploded. But yeah, fucking, you can't even play your CDs anymore when you buy them. Cars don't come with CD players. Laptops don't come with CD players anymore. Uh, yo, UFO, you can talk at any point during this podcast. I wanted you to know that, too. <laughs> I love CDs, man. I'm, I've never been a, a huge fan of them, but I mean, I come from the era where it's like your options were either CDs or cassette tapes when I first started purchasing my own music. And cassette tapes just didn't sound as clear as CDs, and I would damage CDs a lot. I come from the era where you could buy CD singles. I had Camp Lowe's Lucini on a CD single that I paid like $7 from Walmart for. Crazy. So no more CDs is kind of interesting. Yeah, I don't know if I rock with CDs anymore. You I know, absolutely like, don't. A lot of laptops don't come with CD drives anymore. Mm-hmm. Like when people hand me a CD at like a venue or something, an event, I'm like... Coaster. Yeah, exactly. Put so, a drink on it. So should they hand you a USB instead? No, they should give me their sound. I like that look, though. Yeah. I like the look of somebody handing me like a flash drive. But then you you like plug it into your computer and it's like spyware and it's like yeah. takes how, over how many, gig, like how many Skynet. <laughs> Just trust yeah. me, bro. Just trust me. Yeah. Take this. Now, Samuel what, Jackson pops up when you try to open your Firefox browser and he's just like, uh, uh, uh. Well, well, one of the things that a lot of people do now is that they'll give you like um they'll give you like a, a business card or something with like a, a download number for an album that you can get from Bandcamp or or wherever they host their music digitally. And I think that's a great idea. Um, if you really want to get it, then you've you've got it, and you've got it at a pretty good file size. You can get it at FLAC or um, 320 kil- kilobytes per second. So I'll, I'll, I'd be down for that. But I mean, I can, you know, acknowledge and not mourn, but yeah, CDs get, had a good run and, you know, definitely impacted my life, our yeah. lives. Definitely made some money selling bootleg CDs, so <laughs> RIP to the CDR. Move on, though, you know? Well, you know, vinyl's coming back. Vinyl's had an increase in, in sales. Yo, that's what I want. I want someone yeah. to hand me a vinyl. After <laughs> Give me a fucking 12-inch. Like, <laughs> exactly. here's my demo. Check this shit out. I just got it pressed up. Oh, speaking of which, while we've got Dallinger in the house, we didn't even say Dallinger was here. Dallinger's oh, got an album coming out this year. It's going to come out on vinyl, and I'm going to buy that shit. Yay. Dallinger, what's yeah. the name of your album? Exquisite Spirits. Exquisite Spirits coming to you from... What? Can we talk about your label that you're coming out on? No? Okay, well, wait. But it's coming out. It's going to be tight. All right, so uh, check out for, for that. Um, R.I.P. to Best Buy CDs, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't fuck with CDs that much anymore either. I'll buy them from independent artists if, if they've got them. But nobody's buying CDs anymore. True that. You guys want to go into a temperature check? Anything you want to talk about, UFO? Any, some, any news in hip-hop that you've heard about recently? Uh, it's not really hip-hop, but rest in peace, Leia LaBelle. Uh, she was like signed to Pharrell's I Am Mother. Uh, record label and her, her husband got killed in a car accident tragic oh, man the basketball player yeah like oh really yeah awesome uh, piece yeah. I, I don't think I'm familiar with her music she wasn't like a megastar but I think she was on her way to be you know what I mean 
But I was just, you know, I was a fan, a little fan of hers, not a not a major, but I heard that she passed away. She was only 30. I was like, that. That's really young, man. That's tragic. Yeah. But um, in lighter news, uh, there's a Final Fantasy exhibition. Uh, what's that? In Rapungi at some museum. I'm going to probably go there. Oh, that sounds oh, I dope. heard about that. Yeah. At Mori? Final yeah, Fantasy? Yeah, I think it's at Mori. Oh, I have to peep that. What is it? What do you mean? It's like the new the new Final Fantasy? They're it's showing like, it? Or? I think it's like a history of all the Final Fantasies. It's oh, wow. Yeah. Yo, I went to the Naruto one mm. off the hook. Really? Oh, no, sure. Really good. Really fucking good. When is that Final Fantasy Museum? Do you know? What's up? The Final Fantasy mu- Museum. When is it what? When, when the exhibition. It? Yeah. Oh, it's going on now. It's oh, it's now. right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You oh, going to leave here happening. and go check it out? Well, not today. Uh, probably uh, next weekend or something. Oh, okay. Word. And when does it end? I can't remember, but I think it's not for a while. Maybe like in March. But then, I think sometime in spring. Okay, cool. Yeah, well, this comes out next week. Um, well, this will come out on, I don't even know what day. But yeah, it come, Yeah, maybe I'll check that out. I'm not a big Final Fantasy guy, but, you know, what? sounds dope. I, I just know, don't I play know. RPGs that much. What? Yeah, yeah, I don't play <laughs> RPGs that much. Um, okay, two more little pieces of news before we go into the... Uh, to the temperature check, um, there was, you know, the uh, the Winter Olympics were occurring uh, presently and maybe last week by the time this Is comes it in out. in Korea right now? Yeah. South. South, South. South Korea. South, South Korea. South. Um, but uh, South two, things, two things loosely related to hip-hop there. A Slovi- uh, Slovenian athlete, Tit Stante. I'm not uh, sure how to pr- pronounce that. Tit uh, Dante? What? I don't know how to pronounce it, man. Maybe it doesn't <laughs> know. Is the T silent? No, I'm, I'm saying it. Ex- maybe it's Tit Stant. Uh, anyways, that's not important. This motherfucker, <laughs> this motherfucker wrote "Free Meek Mill" on the bottom of his snowboard uh, for the Winter Olympics. And also, there was another person named Chloe Kim, a snowboarder who won gold, uh, said that she was listening to motorsport during her gold uh, Olympic gold medal run. So, oh, has, the Migos trip. Yeah, Migos with uh, Cardi motorsport. B, and uh, as well as I think Nicki Minaj is on that too. Yeah, I don't really. I've heard the song once just because the. The number one rapper. Uh, what is she go double platinum with no features? Did they put J. Cole on there, huh? Oh, he, so. he was runner up in 2013. Oh, good for him. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Yo, bet. Um, yeah, so let's go into the temperature check. Somebody want to start it off here? Late, you want to start off? Temperature check. Temperature, Yo, temperature. UFO. What up? Uh, okay. Murder, fuck, kill. Uh, not not yet, not yet, not yet. Why are you gonna kill twice? Murder, fuck, kill. <laughs> Murder, I, fuck, I said the same thing. Marry, oh, marry, fuck, <laughs> kill. Like, I want you to kill two of these people and then fucking rape one. <laughs> Yo, uh, dun, dun, you got dun. an angel and a devil on each of your shoulders. Word. They're both rappers. Awesome. Who's what? Who's which? Uh, Lupe would be the angel for sure. Nice. And. Yeah, what's that nigga's name? Uh, Drake? No, he's <laughs> like uh not CeeLo Green. Not base god. It's something you another, got. Huh? Ugly you god? god? Ugly god? Yeah, ugly, ugly god would be the devil. <laughs> that motherfucker. <laughs> Why is he the devil? Cuz he's a motherfucker. Well, his music sucks, but <laughs> but Double I like shots. it. But uh, no, no, no. I'm not being disrespectful. Like I think he knows that, but it's what he doing is dope. He's actually a funny dude. Yeah. And you know, I don't know. 
that's the first dude that came to my mind. Yeah, he has that song where he's like talking about jacking off and he's like jack off in his own face. Yeah, yeah he that's po- pretty funny. <laughs> he's fucking hilarious. He's talking about jacking off. He's like he'd rather jack off and then come on his own face. <laughs> that's fucking crazy. I like little ugly guy. Or is it little ugly guy or just ugly guy? It's not little ugly man. If I went to high school, me and that nigga would be best friends. Y'all be tight. Yeah. I like that he's also ugly too. Like, don't play me with like the handsome boy shit and then not be ugly. With that name, you should be ugly. Kodak Black should also be called Ugly Kodak Black, cause I mean, you know, facts. Facts. Word. Good. Good. Uh, good answer. Um, do you want to do this murder fuck kills tease? <laughs> okay. Okay. Switch That's it up. Pretty heavy. Mary. Mary fuck kill. Mary. Mary fuck, fuck kill. kill. The top three conveniences in Japan: Seven Eleven, Family Mart. And Daily Yamazaki. No, it's Lawson, son. We ain't putting fam- Daily Yamazaki's off that. I like how he tried Don't to slide that he in. He tried there. to switch it up and shit, change the metrics. Okay, not Family Yamazaki. Mart, Family Mart, Lawson, Shout 7-Eleven. out to Yamazaki, though. Just right. mad that Mary they're fuck kill. taking them out. Mary fuck kill. All right. Uh, Mary Family Mart. Nice. My guy. Boom. He knows what's up. Uh, kill Lawson. Fake news. And I'll uh, fuck 7-Eleven. Nice. We, we should have played the harp when he said uh, when he said Family Mart. <laughs> Family Mart's the best, man. Here we go. Yes. Oh, yes. Was that it? No, that was it. It's just okay. low. It's okay. low. Um, okay. Um, all right. So let's do let's do a couple questions. Wait. First little... of all, why do you love Lawson so much, Late? I forgot uh, why. It's just nostalgia. Like it's the first one I got when I walked in. Mm-hmm. Plus. Even though y'all try to discredit it, Natural Lawson's, Lawson's 100. I mean, they got it all, man. They don't got the best chicken. That belongs to Family Mart, fam. That True. spicy chicken danger. Well, you know what I'm saying? You can't, you can't have it all. You can't have it all. <laughs> yeah, they don't have You're trying to Lawson listen to all these other Lawson's and shit. <laughs> he talking about uh, adding porn stars to it. Brie Lawson. <laughs> Stop trying to sneak this shit past us. We got... All right. All right. Uh, so... Um, Last time we were talking, I remember you saying that Pharrell was one of your your favorite artists and, and a big influence for you. So yes, I have a game. I think you said that to me. Is that mm-hmm. is that facts? Yes. Is that you, facts? You met him a few times facts. too, right? Yeah. Okay. This has to do with Pharrell, right? Word. This is an over under. This is a new question, guys. I didn't discuss this with you. I apologize in advance, but I think it's a good question. This is over under. It's who's older, Pharrell or this artist? All right. So okay. let's start with let's start with an easy one. Who's older? Pharrell or Beyonce? Pharrell. Pharrell or Usher? Pharrell. Pharrell or Rick Ross? Ah, uh, that's tough. Um, Rick Ross looked old because he seemed like he had like a tough life because you know he's a little heavy set. Yo, I swear. I mean, I swear, being a policeman is very stressful. Either, no, <laughs> I think Pharrell's older actually. Uh, you're correct. Yeah. What about uh, Pharrell or Ludacris? Pharrell. Gucci Mane or Pharrell? Pharrell. Tupac or Pharrell? Tupac. Technically. 100%? Technically. Technically, <laughs> all of us are older than Tupac. Hey, 100%. Across the board. Across the board. So, um, let's nice. see. When you were 16 years old, who was your favorite uh, music artist at the time? 16. I think that's... When I first like learned about um, Pharrell, like it was in ERD, real talk. Oh, really? Yeah. In Search Of was the album, man. 
Yo, I've actually, I, I, I've heard this, but I've never researched it myself. Did Pharrell also produce Rex and Effects? Um, he, all I want to do wrote, is a zoom, 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 and a boom, boom. Like, he helped. He written Teddy Raleigh's vo- uh, vo- verse. Okay. He wrote his verse. He didn't do anything else. Oh, okay. But it sounded like something he would make, though. He must have been a baby when he made that then. Like, he must have been super young, right? Yeah, man. Pharrell is 44 years old, according mm. to my little Google that I did about 10 minutes before we started recording. <laughs> 44 years old. So, I mean, Same yeah. as Chappelle and Jay-Z. Jay-Z's 44, too. I think no, Jay-Z's, Jay-Z's 48. He's like, yeah. oh, he's 40. Okay. He's 48. So, Chappelle. so shout out to Jay-Z for getting young-ass Beyonce. Oh, that's hey. nigga. Oh, that's oh, nigga. Oh, that's <laughs> Yo, I just, I just said something like that to late today when I was like, what did I say late? Hating ass old nigga. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Friday, nigga, Friday. <laughs> Yo, okay. Um, do we have another temperature check? I have one more. This is a oh, question. I got something. Big year, Tupac. In a fight to the death. No, I'm just. In, in what sense? Like just lyrically? overall. Overall. Who like do you Biggie. prefer? Okay, so Biggie uh, went to your car and asked you to play the best album since he died. What would be the best album you play? Mm. Like since he died? Yeah. That's a long time. Motherfucker been dead for a whole minute. Got oh, a lot so of choices. 96 to now. Yeah. No, he died in 97, right? Uh, yeah, January. 97, okay. I'll play. I'll no, would, no, no, um, no. Honestly, February I would March, or March. 97. Yeah. I would play him. Kendrick Lamar's Sepampa Butterfly. Like, Ooh. overall, that's like the My most guy. sonically sounding, lyrically. Like, I'm not saying. Progressive. Yeah, it's like, it's more than just lyrics. It's sound and concept, like everything. If he don't like that, Biggie should just stay dead. <laughs> I think he no would like it. I don't think Biggie would like it. I think Biggie might like it, man. I think Biggie might like it. I think he Who would. knows, right? I don't know. Kendrick gets off on it. It's got some good tracks. Uh, Biggie was a great storyteller. There's oh, some great because, storytelling on that. Because of Tupac think, interview at the end. He also, you know, I already that, know right? Pac would like it. Pac would love it. But if sure. Biggie still had that hate West Side mentality, I don't know if yeah, Biggie really if he had was that like hate an the angel West Side that mentality forgave, though. Yeah. Then he would love it. Biggie, Biggie didn't hate the West Coast. That was a narrative that was created by like magazines at the time, though. He wasn't against the West Coast. I mean, I'm they going, did going to... back, back. Stop the rumors, though. Yeah, that's true. I, I kind of, I always put the blame on Puffy with that, just because I feel like Puffy is a real sour ass dude. Why not? Why not? <laughs> uh, behind the scenes, he's a cutthroat. He's got to be a killer, man. You don't become a multi-millionaire without. I don't know. Anyways, uh, favorite member of the Wu Tang Clan? Oh, dirty bastard. Straight up. We don't have bad answers with that question. There's never been a bad answer. Never. I'm still quite impressed by my man's uh, age assessment here. Uh, of, uh, of Pharrell oh. Straight through and through Well he said He's met him a few times so He's a big fan But that doesn't come up In conversation Like hey Pharrell Are you older than Tupac If he was alive That's a good question Can we ask Pretty that good. How was it when you met him Wait Save it for Save it for the interview segment Okay Just remember that I want to know so. how you met him And everything like that too Yo, I have So a, that'd be cool I have a little Bit of a new section Okay, okay. But hold on Let me finish this mix real quick Shit, late on the ones and twos, baby. We're gonna start calling him uh, Grandmaster Late Wizard, just to <laughs> piss off the old school DJs. <laughs> All right, uh, this is uh, kind of finish, finish the phrase or even word association if you want to get it like Ad-libs. that. Ad libs, kind of. So like if I said, 
uh, Lil. You could say Wayne, or you could say just a little bit, like a song name or something, Mm. right? I like this. I like this. Okay. Young. Doug. DJ. Premier. Money. Cash. Hoes. Oh, money, cash, hoes. What? Uh, Good. Music. New. Shoes. I'm. Other. The master. My president is Donald Trump. <laughs> I, this is where we get this effect. Hey, man. Facts. Yo, I, uh, this is, you get to pick either one uh, girls or niggas? Uh, niggas. All right, niggas. Yeah. Oh, just straight up. Wait, what? I don't get it. I, 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 I was like, yeah. what happened? Oh, fin- finish, finish girls or finish niggas is what I'm saying. Oh, niggas in okay. Tokyo. Yeah, uh, niggas reading books. <laughs> <laughs> that shit goes hard though, for real. <laughs> Motherfuckers do be reading books nowadays and shit. That's what's up. That's an album name. Yo, right uh. In university, one of my nicknames used to be Mr. Danger, and someone made a meme of me, <laughs> and they put Danger under the picture, and it was a picture of me reading a book, <laughs> and then the subtext was educated black man. <laughs> oh, that's about right, man. Oh, looking, that's some Malcolm like X you. shit right there. Danger. Yeah, Mr. Danger, meaning your last name is Danger, not middle name. <laughs> Danger. <Straight up. laughs> Late danger. Hey. All right, uh, last one. Okay. Old. As nigga. Hey. Yo, that's right. Mega Late Show, episode 24. We're here with UFO. We're going to go ahead and take a little commercial break right now. That's right. Mega Late Show. Hey, this is DJ Sue from Three Black Geeks, and you're listening to the Mega Late Show. Whoa. Whoa. Yo, Mega Late Show, episode 24, with our guy UFO, phenomenally talented music producer, music artist, uh, photographer, model, actor. Is that accurate, UFO? Is that okay to say all those things uh, about you? I would take the model part out. Oh, not a model? He's a model citizen, though. We're just having a conversation about. Uh, I'm just a guy who's standing in front of the camera and get paid. Hey, I need to do that too, but for softcore porn. Not actually acting in the softcore porn. No, I don't want to be the cuckold guy that's on the side like, hey, this is my wife. Okay, anyways, time, episode <laughs> episode 24 of the Mega Late Show. We're out here at the Mega Reactor Buddha Spine. We've actually got the original four members of the squad here today. Really wonderful time. Of course, uh, Late is with me. Steve's over here chilling. Yo, and then yo, we yo. also got uh, D Dollinger, uh, our sometimes engineer, who is actually helping out with the levels this time i will still edit the episode but um yeah i think the mics might sound better so yeah keep paying attention to the mega late show right about now we're going to go ahead and go into the weather report uh segment of the podcast where we are going to play some songs that we are currently listening to right now and uh ufo is going to play one of his songs and i think it's an exclusive we'll get to that later uh power yo late do you want to uh you want to go into yours first sir yeah yeah so uh, this weather report is also by UFO. Hey. It's a track on his SoundCloud that I thought was pretty dope. 
I maybe I maybe have heard this because I just was doing my knowledge and and I uh, listened to pretty much everything on there. And it's called Shuttle Graveyards. Oh, it's a jam. Shout out to Rob and uh, Courtney Van Dorn, man. Yo, I got I got some questions about your homies, man. All right, what's what's good with your homies? <laughs> <laughs> the girl, Courtney. Yeah, what's up? Good. What's up with Courtney? Courtney's a guy. Oh, no, no, oh shit, they're, they're rappers. <laughs> <laughs> what's up? Uh, what are you saying? Turn it up. Oh, let it play. Yeah, let it breathe. Yeah, let's hear it. I like this vibe, man. I like the vibe of his music a lot. So, who who was that? Which guy was that? That was Rob, man. Yo, man, your your man sounds like Lupe. Like heavy Lupe influence, I feel like. Yeah, we were, we were fans of him. I had a feeling, man. I was going through your soundcloud. I was like, hmm. even before you sent me your uh, original weather report, I was like, yeah, I'm getting like a, a kind of kick push You know, I think I think there are kind of a lot of rappers who have a similar Lupe aesthetic. And I think what it comes down to is kind of like the the open deliver the delivery is one thing, but it's also kind of like the confidence and in, in the kind of vocal tones and, and cadences that they use. And yeah, a lot of Lupe's tracks, I feel like they're happy, optimistic, kind of airy, melancholic. And oh, no, I think that's my favorite Lupe. Yeah. Like, that's probably why I like this track so much. It actually reminds me of, he's on a track with Ghostface and Mike Shinoda. Yeah. I think it's called uh, Spray, Spray Paint, Paint and Ink Pants or something like that. Yeah, this really reminds me of that track. Yeah, every time I listen to that track, I get goosebumps. That Lupe yeah. verse is yeah. crazy. Yeah, he, he raps about like, have you heard the track? Yes, I'm certain I have. Yeah, well, for the listeners, Lupe's verse is him rapping from the perspective of like a, I guess like a mobile suit, kind of like a Gundam pilot yeah. in like a battle. And it's, it's pretty, it's epic. And it's Lupe, in my opinion, before he went to Lupe, he still like got the tight lyricism and the story doesn't really get too... I don't know. It's it's entertaining. It's still entertaining in my opinion. Yeah, and I mean, aside from the lyrics, the kind of the the musical vibe that you you created on this track really makes me it reminds me of the era that Lupe was coming out he seemed to be um, you know less angsty about his position in hip hop and right. it's kind of like a more upbeat kind of happy shit that I would expect from, from Lupe but but outside of Lupe man this is this is dope can you tell us a little bit about the production on this and, and when this was made etc you know what honestly I don't remember a lot of it like I made this years ago like before I think 2000 11 2010 oh, wow. it was like oh, 2008 or some shit 2009 wow so it was like almost 10 years ago i remember i sampled the track added some drums at the time i was working with rob on a mixtape and i was like yo you should get on this he's like cool then i hit up courtney van Dorn, my high school friend we used to like do cyphers like on the steps and stuff and um right now he's man he's an incredible lyricist genius and uh you know i asked him to get 
get on it and I wasn't sure if he was going to do it. He was like, yeah. When I heard his voice, I blacked out. I was like, oh, shit. Like, yeah. he went hard, man. Yo, so it's pronounced Courtney? Yeah, Courtney Van How's it spelled? Q-U-A-R-T-N-I and then Van Dorn. Van Dorn, excuse wow. me. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. His parents' yeah, name on that? I didn't know how to... I didn't know how to read it. Wow, yeah, that is difficult. I wouldn't know how to read that either. Yeah. Is that his real spelling, his name? His, no, I think his real name begins with a C. Okay. Van Dorn is like a popular street in Alexandria, Virginia. And that's where you're from? Virginia? Yeah, he's from Virginia. I'm from Virginia. I didn't know. Rob, I think Rob is from Maryland. I can't remember. You know Nicholas F? Nah, I don't know no Nicholas F. I gotta ask everybody. <laughs> that's one of his favorite MCs. He's also really phenomenal and talented. Uh, um... No dry snitching, but the sample, like where, what kind of sample? Yo, I don't even know. I don't even remember what I sampled. Yo, a lot of the kids that I teach are younger, like are younger than this track. Like that's a while ago yeah. that you've been talented yeah. making music. What what did you use to uh, to compose this on? What were you making music on back then? Yeah, I was using Reason back when everybody was like overlooking it. Not Reason is ten out of ten, bitches. Yeah. But no, um, yeah, I always been a Reason fan. It's all like. It's always been like, you know, you don't really need anything better. You just need to master what you have. So I just never switch. I loved Reason. I had Reason back in 2004 as well. I thought it was phenomenal how you could flip flip the the uh, the rack and then plug oh, yeah, in things yourself. It really gave you the the sense of of being in like a real studio. Yeah. And also the the step drum sequencer was really fun to play with. But this oh, yeah, is great. Man. Now they this got VSTs, man. That's some next stuff for reason. They, they they waited a really long time to do that. Yeah, not uh, the best. I had a very uh, special time in my musical path with reason as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it, this is like probably 2000, 2001, oh, right when I kind of got on the internet, and there was wow. a crack for the first version of reason before even before it even came out officially. Goddamn. And, and I got going on that, and I rewired it into uh, Logic, yep. which I was working with, but this is when Logic was also on PC. Yep. So uh, I used Reason for a good uh, five years solid. It's a, it was great, especially coming from someone who's used to uh, using hardware yeah. when you patch things together. It's, it's a great program. And uh, yo, back then, software was really like, couldn't depend on it to run solidly but that first re- release of reason never ever crashed it wow. was it was so dependable but yeah it's a great it's a great program man and you know what's funny i actually um finally got a cork triton and i'm like cork triton yeah i got one like a couple months ago Wait, Yo, how, how expensive are those things now because they depends. used to be pricey shit yeah, when i wanted I, to buy I one i paid i paid a nice price for it i mean Still. it's used but wow. like, hey man, it works. Yeah. I'm grateful. What, what does it do? It's a keyboard. It's a keyboard. Oh, it's a keyboard. And, and, and a uh, yeah, yeah. It's a work. It's like a workstation. It's like a yeah, keyboard it's, workstation. It's a workstation. And I also got the microcore too. Shout out to the Neptunes. Yo, the microcore is probably the piece of equipment outside of the MPC or like the SP303. I've seen that the most in people's home studios. The microcore. Yeah, it is great. just cheap, cheap, and it, it's one. cheap and, and yeah. Dallinger definitely has one as well. I, I bought actually just uh, kind of serendipitously. Uh, I bought my microcorg in 2004 here in Ikebukuro on the west side, over at a music shop when I was on vacation. 
<laughs> came with came with a free gig bag, so I was pretty stoked. Yo, mine came with the free bag too because it was hey, the last one. Hey, shout out to the bag. Yeah, Get the man. bag, everybody. Get the it, fucking bag. Yo, the funny thing about the microcord, I bought it like in 2009, and um, I didn't even start using it until like this year or last year. Sorry. Word, word. I've, I've, I've never been good at playing music on keys, so I've never really been good. I had a Juno G, the the keyboard. Mm. What am I going to fucking do with it? I can't play shit. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing about the microcorg, though, it's a, it, it's a very uh, capable and deep instrument, but the user interface is horrible for a synthesizer because it has like four knobs and then those selector knobs. You got it, like the, there's like a there's like a uh, a graphic matrix in front of you. So, I much prefer a synthesizer that has a lot of knobs for every parameter. But right. if you have patience, you can squeeze a lot of great sounds out of a out of a microphone. Yeah. what uh, Facts. what DAW are you using now? Live. Everything. Fucking traitor. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Get the fuck. <laughs> you disgust I'm joking, me. I'm joking. Yeah, we we Yo, still I, FL I, Studio I went, over here. I went from the '90s. I used Cakewalk. Oh yeah, I heard of that. And then I went to Logic after that, and then I went to Cubase for a long time, and then I went to Ableton probably in like around 2006. And since then, I've been using so that. Yeah. You never had the Fruity Loops space? No, I never. I have a lot of homies that use Fruity Loops, and I know some people that make great music on Fruity Loops. Oh but yeah, I've never used Fruity Loops. Anybody? <laughs> anybody was fucking with like Acid Pro, Sonic Foundry, any of these things? No. Oh. Well, Sonic Foundry uh, Soundforge for stereo editing they used to use a lot back in the day, but anyhow, enough MLS, nerd talk. <laughs> MLS theme made on Fruity Loops. Hey, yo, um, shout out to shout out to Music Dawes helping people who didn't have a lot of money make make really phenomenal music at times. Mm. So, uh, so uh, are you also playing UFO beats right now as we're talking late? Yeah, this sec after the break. This is all UFO. Really great vibe, man. I really like uh, I really like the the music you make a lot. Um, before we get into your upcoming projects and everything, let's play let's play your track, man. Can Thank we uh, can we do uh, this? And I think I think this is an exclusive track. I'll let you yeah. go ahead and talk about it. Exclusive, exclusive, right here. Super World exclusive man. premiere. This you heard it here first, baby. Yeah. Make a late show twenty four. Yo, first before I play this track, oh. man. Let's I say just, a prayer. No, okay. <laughs> no, you know what? It's damn near like that, though. It's like, I want to say... Okay, put your hands together. I'm like, I'm super grateful because, like, sometimes you get to a point in life where you want to give up, and then there's people who believe in you more than you believe in yourself, and that's what these guys did, even when I was super awkward, because I'm socially awkward with a lot of people. And these guys was like, yo, UFO, yo, you got it, man. They were patient. It took a couple years for us to find our, you know, our rhythm, but we finally got it. So shout out to part time cooks. Shout out to Ami Ide. Wait, 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 wait. You know part time cooks? Yo, those my niggas. Who are these? From I Korea, heard there ain't right? no such thing from as... Korea. Yeah, oh. the white dude, black dude, right? Oh yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah. They were just here like three months ago, two, three months ago. I did ago. a oh, show really? with them. I got it on my phone. Oh At shit. Insoft? Yeah, but my show was not ass, Insoft, Sofa. Yeah, I was performing with them, but my show was ass. For certain reasons. No, nah, don't tell us about that shit. Don't tell us about yeah. NAS show. UFO shows are always great. Check more of these <laughs> out in the future. They're called part-time crooks? Part-time cooks. 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 Oh, yeah. ain't no such thing as part-time cooks. <laughs> Yo, by the way, I want to give a shout out. They got this single called Unyoung. Yo, that shit is so fire. 
Like you guys should check it out. Too. I saw one of their because uh I know one of their friends and I was trying to help her find a place for them, but she, I guess they worked it out mm. already. But when she sent me their press kit, I looked at their video and I was like, "Yo, this shit is hot. This shit is fire, man." Yeah, and that's the crazy thing. Like I'm work like everybody I work with, in my opinion, is is a genius. And like I'm just like some in my in my own way I'm I'm being super humble, but it's like I'm just this okay music producer. You know, I don't really think highly of it. Like I do my best, but like I hear other people, I'm like, damn, these guys are geniuses. But for some reason, like people want to work with me and I'm like so grateful for that. So for everybody who ever worked with me, like thank you. And just thank you to the podcast crew for you know giving me the opportunity yo we appreciate you man we've liked your music for a long time and uh, uh steve's actually did a weather report for you i want to say like the second episode of the mega late show we played one of your tracks and he was shouting it out man we've been wanting to get you on a podcast for a whole minute dude so um thank you for joining us today man let's let's hear uh let's hear the jam all right guys super shout out to all the geniuses out there shout out the part-time cooks shout out to gina can you hear it Turn it up a little bit. Oh, it's called California Butterfly. Shout out to California. Hey, where's the applause drop, Kevin? Dude, I love it. California Butterfly. Can't let you pass me. You produce this? Yeah. But like, like I said, man, like it wasn't me alone. Like these guys believed in me. Like we did it together. So shout out to Part Time Cooks. Oh, this is part-time cooks. Yeah, this is part-time cooks. I did the beat. They had the idea. If I ever visit, the, you know, the magic came. Mind to tech mind, man. This shit sounds solid. This track is very well engineered as well. Uh, did you do? It? Did you mix it yourself? Did you, did you do it in the studio? Actually, funny story is um, when we first started, the track didn't even sound as good. And then part-time cooks was like, "Yo, let us try to mix it." And I was like, "All right," because I, I really like letting the artists do them. Sure, sure, sure. So they they mixed it, and I was. Like damn, this shit sounds yeah. Tight. It sounds really good, man. Yeah, shout out to part time cooks. <laughs> that jam that you played, uh, that late played a minute ago too. Is I assume you did that. Yeah, but, uh, it sounds really clean, man. It sounds good. Oh, uh, thanks, man. I got to agree, man. The uh, your music sounds very well crafted. It sounds like a person who has been producing, mixing, and mastering his own music for a while. There's there's a level of there's a level of um, of quality there that a lot of younger cats just don't have. Even if they're dope at making beats, sometimes those mixes a little bit shifty. But your music sounds great, man. You know what? I don't even know if I can accept that, man. Hey, you good, man? Be, <laughs> hey, be humble. Be humble. You good? Oh, I like this, man. man. I like this a lot. No, this this bumps. Yeah, yo, I'm gonna have to drop this on a DJ set. Hit, yo. <laughs> drop this on a DJ set. I dropped Petty like a few times. Already. Yeah. Yo, how did you guys work? Were you in studio together? Or are you doing like some foreign nah, man, shit? over the internet. Yeah. Um, when they were here like three months ago, that's when we first met. Oh, that's your first time meeting. Yeah. Okay. Word. But we had we um. How Skype. did you guys link up? Um, we had this dude named Benji, 
uh, aka Mindset, he introduced us and he was like, you guys can, you should work together. And then, you know, we were just more serious about that shit and we made it work. So this beat, is, is this a Triton beat or? It's a Reason beat. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I'll give you a reason to use Reason. What version? <laughs> I think it was uh, Reason 9. Right on, cool. Yeah, 9 so, or 8. So, so pre-VST. Yeah, pre-VST, <laughs> okay, man, okay. before they upgraded. Shout out the Reason. Yo, this is hot. This is very hot. This, this might be Love the song it, of the summer. This might be the, the Mega Late Show song yo, of the summer. Yo, this might be the song the of the summer, fam. This is a this yo, but but to be honest with you, most of your music sounds like spring and summer music to me. You have like a very the vibe is always very uplifting to me when I listen to your jams, man. You know what? Um, I think that's just my soul, man. Like I don't like sometimes I'm like, man, I'm gonna make a heartbeat, and then it comes out all oh, beautiful. I'm like, goddamn, fuck! Like, <laughs> I should have had harder times in life. Yeah, I, I you know what? I think that comes from watching a lot of anime and playing Final Fantasy VIII. And like the other Final Fantasies, because they had like really beautiful um, uh, soundtracks, man. Yeah, this is the hot. This is absolutely the hot. Yeah, man. Like that's yo, run know. that shit back, man. <laughs> now let me let me play this part-time crook shit that it, that he was talking about. Oh, okay, let me do right. a little weather oh, that, report here. This is new shit. Yeah, Check. yeah. Let me let me try that out. Hold on a second. Yeah, yo, man, I tried. I think I I tried to get them on the show, but they didn't hit me back. So. I would love to Late over here getting back. mad cats. Yo, we've got a special surprise for you coming up soon, and I think I'm going to be really happy to announce it when it comes to fruition. Well, but I mean, Late is on the scene. I know I know their friend who tried to get them over here, so I thought maybe oh. we could finesse it. Yo, Late, let, let me tell you what I learned late, lately. Uh, patience. Like, I'm real tall. Like, like, when that one girl, I was, I want to work with this girl named Iris. Like, she ain't hit me back till like two or three months later. I thought she ain't even give a shit. Sometimes it's just like that. So just be patient and, you know, you know, keep the good energy going. It'll come yeah, to you, yeah. man. Mega Late Show. You're right. You're right, though. You're right. What do I always say, Steez? Blowing up like Message. a balloon Message. with a grenade in it. Hey, here we go. All right. So this is part-time cooks on Young, which means like, hello? Yeah, in Korean. Oh, shit. That's that Arrested Development. Yeah, shit. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's how I know it. I don't know no goddamn Korean shit. Here. Ooh. Anyang. We just landed in Korea back from Tokyo in it. We got to get it, but gotta make sure it's documented. But before the documentarian's documented, we gotta polish off the Glock and tip. Don't forget the way we came up. Never once is a pub. We were rhyming off the cuff. Then once like you up. So it's never a thing for us to go. This shit make me want to get active. I might have to get active. Yo, uh, their video production is clean. The one I saw yeah, was this looks great, man. This is phenomenal. I'm running this shit right off of YouTube. This shit looks phenomenal. Multi-syllable. What's going on? Gosh darn it. Yeah, they were darn hologram beanie. They weren't snapping like this on the track I heard. I like this shit. You would not be quick to find another set of brothers that can do the shit that we bout. Dirty apron is a squad. Mind your manners when you talk to God. Invitation only conversation. Have you gone out to Korea? I've been, but not not to meet them. I've been in like 2010. Word. It was cold as shit. Yeah, I hear it gets cold out there. Shout out to Pusan. 
Yo, this is the hot too. So much good music out there, man. It's hard to get a hold of all of it. Yo, they hit the bow with that shit? <laughs> they did hit the bow. Yo, this shit should have like a billion views. This shit fire. Yeah, it should. I'm gonna go ahead and hit that subscribe button right here, right now. Shout out to part-time cooks. Apparently there is such thing as part-time cooks. I said that at a really good time. As soon as I said it, it should drop. Hey. Yeah, we professionals, man. Yeah, yeah. We know how we do. Yeah, this is really dope. Um, right after this, we're going to go into the interview segment, man, and find out a little about, you know, your, your genesis and where you started and whatnot. But in the meantime... This is too hot. Yo, did they give you any insight onto the scene? Out They're in Seoul, right? Can you say it one more time? Did they give you any like idea how the scene is out in Seoul and what they have to deal with and how, no. how it's going? No, we never really talked about it to be honest. Do you know the next time they're coming out here? No idea, man. I'm going to speak into the universe. I want to interview these guys. I want to get these guys on the show. Let's get them, man. You got to come through when they come through. Yes, sir. Yerp. Oh, what is it? Yo, one more track you guys should check out is the Gucci Game remix by Super Nukem. Fire. That's bars. Do it. Do it. Yo, I had questions about Super Nukem. Hit us with the music, late. Who's who's Super Nukem? <laughs> uh, he oh. is. This is it. If a superhero. Link, nah, you you know Zelda, right? If Zelda the game, yeah, the the game Zelda. If yeah. Link was a rapper, that would be Super Nukem. <laughs> Damn, yo, I fuck around with Link Play the heavy. Shit. No, let's not do another weather report. I want to go into the interview section because I want to talk to him about his his his, uh, his genesis and whatnot. Do we but, have uh, time for another can, weather report? Can you tell us about Actually, your homie got, real quick, roll in like 20 um, minutes. Yo, he signed to Tandem. Um, Jaleel Beats, who was under working under Rock Nation for Jay-Z and Meek Mill. Like, he was... Jaleel Beats is hot. Yeah, so he signed to Tandem. Um, shout out to Tandem. And, like... Me and Nukem, we met when his name was still uh, Le Jim Dior on, I think we met on Facebook like four or five years ago. And like, um, I forgot how we ran into each other, but yo, he, he believed in my music like I believed in his music. And then from there, we just kept collabing and stuff. But I always believed in him. I have like this innate thing in me, like I can see people greatness before I see their greatness. Like, when I first met Steve, I, I was like, you already gonna do something dope. I don't know what it is. Steve is a good actor, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I've seen all his shit. I've seen yeah, all his shit yeah. he's been in. When you, you met, you. when you met Steve, he's, he was probably already doing something dope. He just didn't know it yet. <laughs> right? But th he's, this, this guy is the busiest dude I think I've met out here. And he's always grinding, man. Yeah, man. Shout to Steve. Like, like, it's, it's like people it. like Steve, like, me being here on this podcast, like, this is good energy. Like, I know you guys are going to blow up. I'm not even saying that. I know. It may be, like, five years. I don't want to pat myself on the back, but the first night I met you was like, yo, do you want to be my manager? And I was like, bro, I don't even know where to begin on that, but I appreciate <laughs> you looking at me for that energy. 
Yeah, and I, I knew immediately that we wanted to fuck with you. So I'm really glad to have you out here, man. Thank you for the props. We give you props all the time. It's yeah, wonderful, lovely. Yeah, man. I didn't finally have you here. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm super grateful, man. Um, but first, oh yeah, I'm, is that it for Nukem? Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, I, if you want to talk say, about say more about you want to say, man. Yeah, yeah, I just, yeah. I just Yo. had a couple questions about your homies. Okay, it. you can go ahead. No, no, that was it because they're on a few of your tracks. Yeah, you've so. done a few tracks with him. Yo, Nukem is a genius, man. Like, I, I swear on everything I love, like, he's going to be the next legend, like, Jay-Z. I put him that high. When oh, you wow. listen to his lyrics, he's up there with Jay and Nas. Like, I don't give a fuck what anybody say. Like, you know, you can have a gun in my face. I still won't change my mind. That's how confident I am in him. Oh, that's a big cosign, man. Oh, yeah. When did you, uh, when did you first start making music? Um... I don't, I don't remember the exact date, man, because I have bad memories. But I, I swear it's like four years ago or something. Um, it, you can go on his SoundCloud. Like he, he has like our old. No, song not song. not super nukem you. Oh, oh me. Oh yeah. Shit. When did you, when did you start making music? Yeah, yeah. Uh, four uh, years ago, I was like, didn't you just tell me you made a track like 15 years ago? The one we listened to, like. Oh 10 yeah. Years? So, well, technically. I got sort of serious when I was in high school when I was 18, but as, like when I was like between 16 and 17, I forgot this program I bought. It was like a real generic music program and I used to make generic things with the samples to use, but I didn't know what I was doing. But it was in 2007 when I moved to Alexandria, Virginia. We lived like right up the street um, from my aunt and I had a cousin named Valor. Shout out to Valor. He's a genius music producer too. Um, and he had Fruity Loops and like he used to invite me over and he had like these rap sessions and like they'd be in the studio all night just recording. And then I was like, yo, I'm trying to make some beats, man. And like he wouldn't give me his Fruity Loops. So when that nigga went to work. <laughs> hey, hey. Took his and everything. <laughs> I don't even know if he knows that. But like well, I, you know. I, I didn't want to steal it. He said no, but I was passionate about it. I was like, look, look I'm serious, man. I got to do this. So I did that. And then like after that, I met my, my best friend, um, Marche, a.k.a. Dr. Shea. But he goes by Marche now. Like super genius. He's like fucking Timberland or something. Like, yo, this Marche is such a genius that he can like work on any music program and make it sound like incredible. Like he's he's a genius like that when it comes to mixing and his beats is fire. Shout out to my best friend. Shout out to Marche. Yeah. So uh, when was the first time? Do you have full lengths? Do you have releases? Because the only thing I could find were tracks on SoundClouds. Have you produced a full length album or a full length project? Yeah. Um, on Bandcamp, I had some uh, with uh, Courtney Van Dorn. I made like a mixtape of like artists. Like it's kind of like um, you have. What's that? You have a lot of things you do with people, but they never get released. So I just took like all my unreleased projects and just put them into a mixtape. And Yo, actually, is this people the, like uh, the uh, Space Channel Studio. Yeah, that's that's my um, what YouTube is that? Instagram, channel, right? Uh, there's SoundCloud. a YouTube channel well, also there's... called Space Channel, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just started that one recently. Okay. Yeah. Is that is that what you're talking about right now? No, 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 no. Um, I'm talking about my Bandcamp. So, um, yeah, I don't have, like, like the way I work is so weird, man, because it's, like, it's almost like I don't exist. But I work with a, I work with a few people, 
but not enough to have like full projects, but I have enough music to make a full project. So this year is supposed to be the year I release everything, you know. So do you have do you have a vision in mind? Or are you still working on the uh, the end result? Uh, is there a project that you have named coming up by the end of the year? Or tentative? Um, I don't have any like definite names. So um, I'm working with Super Nukem on a project. We're making a mixtape like uh, six tracks. Then I'm working with Ami Ide. We're working on a shout out to shout Circle. Out to Ami. Yeah. yeah, Circle. Shout like out. we working on some dope shit. She's you did like, some shit with Joe, uh, Joe Don too, right? Jordan yeah, Coker? Yeah, I, I did some stuff with Jordan for his mixtape like a few years ago. Um, um, I'm working with this girl named Milia, a.k.a. Luna. Like, we working on some shit. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm PTC. Like, I'm working with a lot of people, but it's kind of weird because it's like when you're working with a lot of people, you know, you got to be patient. Like, like I want to be like, all right, let's release it now. But you got to mix it and stuff like that. And it, to be honest, like, I only start taking this music stuff, like, super seriously, like, within the last couple of years after Newcomb got his record deal. Because, like, before I was just doing it for fun, kind of. And then he was like, yo, I got a record deal, and I want you to be one of my producers. And I was like, word, let me step up. Game recognized game, man. That's good. Yeah. I see the talent, too. Really looking forward to uh, to hearing this project. And when it comes out, man, you should hit us up so we can uh, kind of praise it and champion it on the podcast or whatever. Yeah, and man, also, also, I think we should jump this man into the podcast right now. Is he member number 13 late? Can we can we get this guy <laughs> into the crew? Member number 13. I don't know if that's the correct number, but I'm going to go ahead and say UFOs down with the Mega Late Show. And this is this is our guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so so tell, tell us a little bit more about um, living in Tokyo. When did you move to Tokyo? Uh, I, moved to, I moved to Tokyo in 2011 to go to school. And, you know, well, it's, it's, too. I didn't think I was going to be here this long, man. I was just going to get my diploma and bounce. I just remember when I was like in 10th grade, I um, told this girl, I was just kind of like, like, yeah, I'm going to go to school in Tokyo and I'm going to study art. And she was like, you can't do that because black people can't do that. And uh, fake news. Yeah, but you know, I did it. I graduated with a bachelor's in art, so I'm like, you know, life is like that. And um, also, I always wanted to come to Japan since I was 10 years old, so that's like a blessing to me. You know, shout out to God. May I inquire, uh, what month did you come in 2011? Was it uh, pre or post earthquake? It was post earthquake. Me as well. Yeah, yeah it was like what August. Were you planning beforehand though? I was yeah. so. Did that throw a like serious wrench in your? In Nothing your... can stop me from coming to Tokyo. Yeah, man. yeah. Like, cause I'll... But but still, it's something to consider, right? Like when all that sh- when all that happened, like you thought about it a minute, right? I nah. mean, I'd rather die from an earthquake than getting shot by somebody who hate me. You know I, what I'm I feel saying? that, but you know, I grew up around Stockton, California, so I can I can relate with that as well. But there was a lot of like you know. Mm. Besides the earthquake, there are other things uh, like post repercussions happening that people are questioning as well. Not 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 one to drop the big R word, mm. but you thought about that, right? Nah, like the way I think about life is when it's your time to go, it's your time to go. Yeah, like I feel that. That's yeah, kind of that's kind of how I approach it as well, man. Yeah, I, I kind I of agree lie. with I, UFO because I remember I was up watching CNN when shit went down yeah, like when the yeah. tsunami hit and it was just all coverage of that yeah and i was like yo this is terrible for japan yeah and i would still 
be there. Yeah. Still yeah. Rolling, I was yeah. full throttle headed here, like, before that, like, you know, actually, I was expecting to come in the, in the spring originally, and I didn't postpone my arrival because of that. It was more job-related uh, because of the company I was working at this time, but uh, at the same time, I was like, whoa, let's, like, f- at least try to kind of figure out what's happening, but in the end, I, you know, I felt Tokyo was safe, so here I am. <laughs> yeah, man. To- Yo, shout out to Japan, man, because, yeah, like, yeah. like, I've been to a few places around Japan. the world, and, like, Japan, Japan. always been Japan. good to me, man. Like, even though I'm a foreigner, man, like, like you guys treated me so nicely, man. I recommend anybody to come here, man. Yeah, yeah. straight so, up, straight up. Yo, thank, thanks, Japan. Thank you, whoever yes. signed my uh, visa papers. <laughs> <laughs> Just yeah. give us that three year, though. Shit. Oh, yo, know I got the three year, though. I got the three. I got that three year, though. Yo, oh, God, how you guys getting that? Thank you for year? the permanent residency. You, you know what? I think I got, I got that three year. Oh snap! He just shitting on all of us. Uh, Damn, just. I'm hearing hey, that. Hey, by the time I'm Dallinger's age, I'm gonna have that permanent residency too. Goddamn, I'm oh, just old. Throwing shade. I just been oh. doing what is it for a while. What is it, Mega? Yo, who is older, Pharrell or Dallinger? I don't know. I think yes, Dallinger, yes. man. Yeah. <laughs> That's the first yeah. one he fucking got wrong. Actually, you're wrong, but only by a year. Oh damn! Hey. Oh, I just man. met you today, man. Ninety-five percent. Hey, yo, man. Dallinger actually did the production on uh, Rump Shaker. <laughs> Oh, just, I don't want to do it. He did the drums. No, he's actually playing the saxophone on that shit. <laughs> yeah. No, but uh, yeah, yeah. Japan is Japan has been phenomenal, man. What what are um what are some of the events and things and uh and, and shows that you've done out here? Who have you worked with that's in Tokyo that you want to shout out and and give some notoriety and praise to? You know what's weird, man. Like you hate uh, everybody uh, except for us. You know what? You damn near right. Like, oh shit! <laughs> shots <laughs> fired. Shots oh, fired. we need we need we need no shots fired. Drop, man. Shit. Oh, okay. No, but no, that's I, good. I'm not I'm not really a people person, man. Like, I work with a few people, and like a lot of it fade out in Tokyo. You know what I mean? Like, we meet a lot of interesting people, but it's a lot of bougie people. So I'm just like, but but you you say that, but also earlier off off um off mic, we were talking about some of the people out here that you respect and like. Um, Antarius, what is Antarius? Yeah. Mm. Um, you also were talking about the guys that run Tokyo Vitamin. You give oh, yeah, to those Ken cats, and Auto. those cats are all cool and shit, right? Yeah, 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 man. Like, like Tokyo Vitamin, shout out to them. Like, they hit, they tapped me on the shoulder, and they was like, yo, make a mix for us. And I think to this day, I'm not saying it's the best mix, but I think it's like in a top three, top five. And they made a lot of mixes, yeah. like 60 or some shit. Yeah, I've listened to a few of them. Yeah. I don't know if I listen. I don't think I listened to your mix uh, yeah, from sh- them. Where are they? I don't think I've seen anything from Tokyo um, Vitamin in a couple months. I don't know about now, but um, maybe because they're venturing out to bigger things, which are, you know, which is beautiful. But um, I feel like, uh, well, my mix is on my SoundCloud at the bottom. But yeah, man, I think they did a new mix like a couple weeks ago or something. Yeah, um, definitely point us in the direction because I'd like to talk to those guys. I like what they're doing out here and building out here and everything oh, like yeah. that. No doubt, man. I'm sure they'd be more than happy to come on the show. Kenshan is super chill, man. They both right. super chill. Uh, what kind of um, like uh, what are what are some of the things you like about Tokyo? Um, being a being a black man here in Tokyo, are there? Uh, we just give a lot of love to Tokyo, but but what are some of the things that you especially appreciate about living in sun, Sunshine Land? Uh, Talking about Florida? ramen. What's your well, favorite ramen? Tell me your favorite ramen. Sunshine, what kind of? Geiki Kadaran. 
or whatever. I said that wrong. The spicy what is ramen. The spicy ramen. Yeah. Is it tantamen? Tantamen. Oh. It's a, it's another one called like geki kara ramen or something. Geki kara. I don't know that one. Extremely spicy. Did Extremely you try that spicy. Street Fighter Five ramen when it came out. There, there Street, Fighter Street Fighter ramen. Street Fighter Five ramen. Yeah. What, what is this? Yeah, what is this? Tell me more so about this, Steve. What is this? It just there. It was at one of the ramen restaurants, and it had like you know Ryu and the. V I'm talking there. about the regular shit though. <laughs> it was so good though. Sorry, Where? you know, you know how Japan is, and it's like seasonal. Yeah, I'd be yeah. seeing it like yeah, in front of the the bomb, pachinko places. They got like the Street Fighter <laughs> cigarettes. Yo, you know, you know what Japan needs to bring back that hot ginger ale. Like it was in uh, a little can. It was here like three years ago. I don't know. Japan Japan needs yeah. to bring back uh, psilocybin mushrooms. They need, to, they need to bring back mushrooms for for the price of on a house. Two thousand one, you could be you could stroll through Shibuya and find those just for sale retail. It was rooms straight I'd, up. But um, back back to what I like about Japan is. Uh, <clears throat> What is this acoustic shit that we're listening to right now? Is this something that you're working on new? No, I like it. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying, what is it? Is you well? Actually, what is? It? Did you play this? Yeah, yeah. This is on my SoundCloud. But there's another version that me and Ami, uh, me and Ami, we did like a really cool song to this. And Ami Ida from Circle. Yeah, she's dope. Yeah. Sample or musician on this track? Uh, doll. Yeah, so I played the keys and it was like. So an, this is like a guitar plugin. Yeah. Wow, I'm impressed. <laughs> yeah, everybody asked me like, Just it, it sounds live. UFO, you can play guitar. And I, I was, was about like, to give uh, you hella props for being a multi instrumentalist. Oh shit, yeah. man! I mean, you can still give it to me. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to resend them, but yeah, yeah, let's get it. But at the same time, you have to have a producer's ear to recognize that this is a tasteful representation of an acoustic guitar, because I've never honestly like. Back in the days, I played with some stuff like that, but uh, usually it didn't sound legitimate enough to, like, you know, do something with. And sounds, sounds Shout out nice. to uh, Reason. Is, is that a is that a oh, this is, is, an is that a Reason plugin? Yeah, plug-in? really. Yeah, it's been a while, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> Back in the day, it was like drum machine synthesizer, you know. <laughs> but they they came away, I guess. Yeah. Yo, I also wanted to ask. You have a uh, wait, wait, wait. Before before you do that, let me let him finish his thought because we I cut him off when he was talking about things that he liked about oh, Tokyo. Okay. Oh, oh yeah. So um, I'm my bad. Be, I'm gonna be frank. Okay, I like the food. Tokyo got great food. I like family Mart got great chicken. Eighty percent of the women is fucking hot. Uh, Eighty six point five by my estimate. You like even the basic girls are hot. I'm like basic, goddamn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Robert Williams voice. Um, like. I like, I like how clean it is. Um, in a weird way, I kind of like how nobody don't bother me. They don't really pester me. How do you feel about walking around in my apartment with the low ass, uh, the door frame you, with your tall ass? You hey was man, in your head and shit. I'm just showing respect all day. <laughs> like every time I gotta bow to get under something, it's like <laughs> respecting your power, house. Power, power. No doubt, no doubt. Late. Uh, your question, please. Uh, my bad. Uh, you have a track called Cafe. That also has a guitar on it. Did oh, you yeah. Play that? Oh, this is an old junk. How old are we talking? Like like 2012, 2013. Ellie, man. Can you can we pump up the jam? Ellie, Ellie was like mixed with some weird... No disrespect, Ooh. but like what happened was I played this on um, the keyboard and I was like, yo, Ellie. The guitar. 
No, 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 no. Oh. What happened was I played it on keyboard and I talked to my homegirl, Ellie, and I was like, yo, Ellie, can you play this on acoustic? And she's like, yo, I got you. And like, I love empowering, like empowering uh, women, you know, like... I'm not like super feminist or anything, but it's like I like seeing girls be creative. Like that's just dope to me Shit. for some reason. Oh yeah, me too, man. In, I like seeing girls that, do a lot of things. That's lovely, but yeah. empowering musicians as well because yeah, she she can play. I, I was gonna be thoroughly surprised if this was the plugin. Oh no no no! This is <laughs> this was you know I just pulled up the mic and I was like, go ahead, do your thing, girl. Thanks, I love when Dallinger's here because Dallinger has such a producer's ear. Anytime he hears anything, he is automatically critiquing it and talking about it. And I think it speaks volumes about his appreciation for your music because Dallinger is really fucking great. Dallinger's been making music for like 25 years, 20. He's really been making beats since before people were using computers to fucking make beats, man. Yeah. I'm not going to age myself, but it's probably longer than Nick, that. Nick, we already know that you're older than yeah, Pharrell. Yeah, I have to like hang out with him. <laughs> Get some yeah. tips, man. Yeah, man. He's definitely a phenomenal resource, man. When you when if you make something, you want to hear somebody talk about the musical mix. He's the guy, man. He's fucking great. He's a, a, like like you say, a real genius, man. Right. Check out his music too. Yo, check out his music too. I, a real I'm, genius. I'm gonna check man. it out, and I'm gonna sing some stuff. He's one of my favorite guys like, out here. Rip it apart. This, this mix is ass. Yeah. Yeah. Now he he's uh he's he's also uh you know he pulls his punches when shit is bad, I think. Oh, what about uh what about your you have a short film? Yeah, uh yeah, I totally forgot I said it to you guys. Um we don't have a title for it yet, but man, it was just like um something me and my homeboy Zar working on. A uh, shout out to I Munemoto, like she's the actress in there and um you know yeah, that's pretty much all I can say right now. It's, it's still into, it's still in the editing processes. Oh, you already filmed it? Yeah, we already filmed it. So you're acting in it? No, I'm not scoring. acting. I was director. Oh, oh. Yeah. you yeah. Inst- we wow. didn't mention that you were a director. We didn't say that. I, when I we didn't even know I was intro. until Damn. I started filming. He, he, didn't, oh, he, he said I'm not a model, but he didn't say I am also a director. You oh, know, Steve don't Look, want man. any other directors on the podcast. You know, that's yeah. just one rule. Oh, we got oh, to erase this whole James thing. Cameron. <laughs> James Cameron, Cameron, because of his love of the sea, love for the ocean, baby. Maybe, maybe. I thought your love was for the music, dog. I think, I think subconsciously you inspired me, Steve. Seas inspires all of us, that. I think, man. Seas is a go-getter, man. Seas is just like, I've never done this before, but you want to do it? All right, let's fucking do it. That's essentially how Steve's got the podcast together. He was just like, y'all should do a podcast. I'll do it with you. I was like, hey, here we <laughs> and are. And that was like what we here were talking about earlier on break, man. Yeah. I was like, yo, just, just do it, man. The coolest quote I heard recently was, you got to be a fool before you be a savior. So you oh, start like off, that. you don't even you don't even know what the fuck you're doing. Yeah, man. People but don't then, talk about like, those years where Jesus was missing in action in the Bible. Yeah, man. He was out there like, trying to finger bang girls. He was stubbing <laughs> his thing, you know what I mean? Oh, I'm not, I'm not yo, yo. He's like, you know, Jesus Christ. We got to be more politically correct here, Mega. Go, uh, all of a sudden, he come back up at 33 yeah, years old. That's that. real if talk, you skip out, If That's you skip talk. out all my 20s, I'm a great guy. <laughs> if you look at me in the 20s, hey, somebody got punched in the face. Somebody got, uh, yeah, good maneuvers. <laughs> uh, but, but, but I like that quote. I like that quote. I like that quote. I like that quote. Yeah. yeah, when you guys you guys gonna release it online or are you gonna do film festivals and stuff like that? You know what? I think I think it depends how it turn out. Like, cause it was just like I had an idea, and like I don't know. It's just like that's how life been working. It's like you have an idea. One guy might say it's whack. Maybe a lot of guys, but then when you actually do it, 
like people be like yo this is kind of tight so like anybody who listening if you have an idea do it fuck what everybody else think i'm about and, to send a screenplay to steve soon yo i emailed my friend this morning and i was like yo let's make a script for netflix like i ain't never done that shit before but fuck it you know we might make Just something do dope. it baby do it yeah like nike Mm. You should send that shit to Monique. You know, Monique trying to get Damn. on Netflix and shit. Damn. <laughs> Five million dollars. Hey, yo, my favorite Monique was uh, when she was doing Precious. She's like, no offense to anybody, but what that white bitch say? Each one teach one. She don't know who the fuck she be teaching. I was dead. <laughs> and then she throw the television at her and shit <laughs> from the fucking third floor. Yo, Monique was scary as hell in that shit. But I swear to God, I went to school with her. Faunisha was her name back then, though. <laughs> Faunisha was raw. Oh. Wait, was was Faunisha classmates with Cookie? Uh, no, Cookie was a Samoan. Faunisha was a hey, man. Faunisha had a twin too. I'm having uh, the reason F- I got quiet is because Faunisha. <laughs> I don't know how to. No, I'm saying the twins' this. name. Fanisha, Fanisha. I, it was it was probably was something so I can't remember right now, but Faunisha scarred me just like Monique back then. So, um, thank you again for joining us, man. Uh, do you have any other news that you want to tell us about, or um, besides that, like, or if you got some shit to get off your chest, just say it. Just say, if you don't say like it. Drake, <laughs> say it. Hey, look, I'm just gonna say Hey, look, man. <laughs> only thing I'm gonna say about Drake is hard work works. You know, that's what I learned from him. That's yeah, on a yeah. positive tip, but I never being light skin helps too. Yeah, and I never bought none of your albums, nigga. Sorry, shout out to, not shout out, sorry. Shout out to no. Drake. Yeah, Let's celebrate with a slice of pizza with some rainbow sprinkles hey man, on top. Don't take me seriously, man. Don't and some pineapple. Nothing. Don't take life too seriously, dog. Don't like, take it too seriously. Lose the egos real fast. What Yo, about? I got, I got one final question. Yo. Uh, this track. I'm a virgin. Oh, you like this or you don't like I it? I love this. Yo, I'm so happy to hear that. Cause this is my second time remixing it and I did it with the micro chord and then I was like yo the voice I'm I've never exact I've never heard I mean a lot of producers or beat makers put vocals over their tracks right mm. I've almost never heard anyone manipulate the voice mm. the only prominent one I can think of is uh uh the no worries knowledge remix of Anderson Pack's original song called drugs mm. and it's called droogs and he does like a lot of pitch changes and it's so funky man and this is similar very similar can I you think. pump that up for a second i want to hear this shit yeah why this shit so hot man can you tell us why it's so fucking hot hey man like you know i'm just ice in the water man like I, I can't tell you. That was you some why, real man. Bruce Lee shit you just said right there. Yeah, he, says, he didn't say be like water. He said be like the ice in the water. Yeah, I'm man. cool. I can't. Next level I can't, Jack Kundo. The, the thing is about like music and art generally, like, you know, I can't like make anybody like my stuff. Like, you got to decide for yourself. So, like, I just thank you guys for even being a little bit interested. Even if you like listen to it for 10 seconds, I'm grateful for that, man. Yo, I gotta say, fuck all that humble shit, man. You've been very humble this podcast. You deserve a lot of praise. You're <laughs> fucking really dope, man. I appreciate you being humble, but yo, you 
You gotta start patting yourself on the back more. Rep your dopeness, dog. Yeah, you Straight gotta up. pat yourself on the back more, son. You are a really phenomenal artist. You, you're really great. But, I really like your music. I appreciate it, man. You know, it's easy to be like cocky and stuff, man. But it's always somebody better than you, man. It's always somebody yeah. better than yeah. you. And like, it's good mentality, though. And it's like, it's man, good. I in my in my opinion, I want everybody to be the best them. You know, I, I do what I do. You do what you do. And, you know, that's all we can do, man. And then the next generation is going to come. But I, I feel like a fool if I'm like, yo, I'm the best, because that's not true. We haven't listened to everybody's music. Like, that's that's like a, a dumb line to say, like, I'm yeah. the best rapper. Like, we haven't heard everybody rap, nigga. I think that's a lot A lot of that is people speaking speaking power into the universe, and they just want to be, you know, they'll this motherfucker out sometimes. Yeah, I respect that, man. Yeah. But, I, you know, I'm, I'm of the universe. So, like, my, my time here is temporary, man. I'm just trying to have a good time, do my good deeds, and chunk the deuce. That's what's up. Yo, with that said, I want to go ahead and give a shout out to UFO again. Make sure you guys go check him out um, all over social media. UFO, can you tell us where to find your music? Yeah, man, you can go to uh, SoundCloud. I think it's Native of Nothing on SoundCloud. Yep. Um, also, check out Super Nukem. He's super dope. I'm an E-Day and uh, part-time cooks. And That's I have an Instagram, too, Space Channel Studio. That's what's up. Uh, yo, thanks, everybody, for listening to the Mega Late Show. This is episode 24. Can we go ahead and go and do uh, some calendar stuff, do the schedule, talk about a little bit of this? I get so a this lead in? Yeah. So this, so this is going to come out on Friday the 23rd. The Weather Report, Friday the 23rd. We've got a lot of new episodes coming out. On Friday the 23rd, we're going to have episode uh, 24 release, which is going to be with our guy right here. There's also a show that night, uh, Slow Lights at Heavy Six Zero, which happens, I think, once a month. Uh, Slow Lights is a beat show that happens at Heavy Six Zero Every in Nakano. Every fourth Friday. Every fourth Friday, okay. And we've got, like, Cram, Tajima is going to be there, um, as well as uh, Tajima Hall, Lidley, actor, Fat Von Free, who's also a producer out of Yokohama, another cat. He's going to be performing that night. Uh, very good music, very good beats. That's I want go but i can't it looks yeah. like a live show yeah that starts at that starts at 11 o'clock so be sure to check that out it's an all-night affair i uh, won't be able to go because i'll be playing at a players b old school night old school night at Fai aoyama what do they mean by old school night man what are you gonna play uh yo man i'm gonna play some shit we've got a lot of cats that are doing that man our guy brooklyn terry is gonna be playing there shout out to brooklyn terry and speakeasy nas chris is also gonna be performing that night koji uh, nakamura as well and in our guy grandmaster wizard dj late <laughs> i am jesse too number one hey cut chemist yeah you know who our guy is late has been busy as fuck djing so cut make latest. sure you check him out cut latest yeah yeah no doubt no. he's gonna be doing his fucking thing in aoyama uh, five to me Go to me. Uh, on the 24th, we're going to be doing a live stream at uh, I Am Jesse's uh, apartment studio joint Word. from between 5 and 8. I think it starts from 6 to about 7.30-ish. Something is, like that. Is what's going down. I think we but, might stream the party also. Yeah, we're going to try to stream the party. And we might be... Uh, if you want to go, hit us up with a, a request. We might be able to get you into that. It'll be really fun. Later on that night, we're going to head with I Am Jesse to the breakdown at Coins Bar in Shibuya, which uh, you know happens twice a month. This breakdown is going to have Jesse maybe playing some old school rap shit jesse is a phenomenal cat who has extensive knowledge of that era coming from new york himself he Yo, is jesse just great is a great dj i just saw him kill it at ruby room yes two days ago yes yeah um also on the 24th that evening we have the classics night which is going to be featuring the beat nuts that for 35 dollars you can go check out uh 
Uh, you can go check that sh that shit out, which is going to be great. As I said, Sound Museum Vision. You know they have the classics uh, every month, which uh, highlights uh, older hip hop artists who are yeah, still super dope. Yeah, they've had uh, Smith and Wesson, DJ Premier, uh, Black, Black Sheep. Pete yeah. Rock They, they always have people, Dope shit yeah. going on With the classics parties So check that out And if you know anybody That runs the classics parties Something to hit us up Because we want to link with them For And sure. talk a little bit About more of that And also interview The Beat Nuts So get us with that There's also a tribute To New Jobbies That's going on that night February 24th Between 11 and 5 in the morning That's going to happen At Vent Tokyo For 4,000 yen You can go check out uh, New Jobbies uh, Tributes from I'm Pace sure Rock Substantial homies. Marcus yeah. D DJ Chica A.K.A. Inherit Which is going to probably be dope because you know new jobbies is dope and rest in peace to that guy who uh brought a lot of fame and highlight to beat makers in tokyo uh, uh do you, you want me to keep going late you want to jump in or? uh the next day the 25th life park is going down that's my other crew uh you know it's like a dance focused event lots of funk uh hip-hop just you know stuff you can break to or you know whatever type of dance you do that's going down at commune the second from four to ten from four to maybe four to nine i'm not where, really sure where is commune is that Amotisando. Amotisando. okay yeah. word and uh, so late's djing that from four to ten that event goes on yeah and i'll be djing i don't know what time though Wonderful, but i'll be there stuff um, and then on the 26th, which is Monday evening, yes. from 8 to 10, we have Sky Zoo, yes. the phenomenal rapper who is going to do a live in-store performance for the price of On the House at the legendary inherited uh, Manhattan Records in Shibuya, right next to Coins Bar. So Wild. go check that out, and you'll probably see me and Lay there. And also, there might be some other things cooking between the Megalate Show and Sky Zoo. We're still what? waiting on word back. But um, just to be clear, our guy has hit us up. I stopped, I stopped Cease from saying that earlier, but he has hit us up and said we'll do an interview. So hopefully we can work that out for you guys. Nice. Wednesday the 28th, Kensuke, our guy Kensuke. Check out episode 7 of the Mega Late Show for Kensuke performing again at Quintet, which is a regular uh, occurring thing that happens with DJ Kensuke. Every phenomenal Wednesday, guy. it's called Nova, I believe, at Quintet. Quintet. Phenomenal yeah. shit. Uh, uh, how, far, I, how far do we want to go into the future? I don't think we need to go much farther. All right. So, um, out, yo, uh, the Mega Late Show has uh, an episode that's going to be coming out with some comedians and like the first or second week of March. Uh, pay attention to that. Check out the Eye oh, of Jesse shit. I'll, I'll shout out one more thing. Uh, because we probably won't be live before that. On the 8th, March 8th, at Sheetan Lounge, at Sheetan Hostel, uh, Life Park is doing like the background lounge music. I'll be DJing right. that night. It's a Thursday. They're going to have every second Thursday. So uh, I'll be playing the next one. And that's yeah. at Bak. Bakuro Yokoyama, and, and you guys, you guys might, you guys might recognize that name because uh, we also did, we streamed, I think, two or three speakeasies yeah. there at the end of the year last year. A really great spot, and also if you're a young goon, there's a lot of young people going there to visit, <laughs> and he might be able to pick you up some of that Scandinavian if you're a young twats. Goon. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Go out there, man. Be single. Swipe left or right or whatever the program says to do. Yo, the Mega Late Show is always coming to you every single Friday. Make sure you check out our older episodes because they're full of content and people who are doing phenomenal things here in Tokyo. This episode, episode 24, is with our guy UFO, another phenomenal genius producer out here doing a lot more than you know. Pay attention to him. Pay attention to all the people we talked about. Pay attention to the Mega Late Show. Share with your friends and also um, some other things. I think we have a catchphrase to go out on. I don't even fucking know what to do Yo, with this UFO, shit. Yo, UFO, you got any last words? Um, <clears throat> yep. Last word. Uh, thank you, God, for the opportunity. Thank you, Mega Late Show and everybody in here. 
Steve, he bounced, but thank you to him. Thank you for everybody who believed in me. And thank you. Uh, thank you for listening. <laughs> That's right. Why does somebody look like somebody late? Why does Pharrell look like a time traveler? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I think Morgan Freeman is immortal too.